So you just you go to the beach, you set up your little, your little blanket, your little umbrella, and you've got a cat in a crate. And she roasts in the car. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We roll no, we the windows it. up and get her cooking. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I am Dr. Lisa Lippman. I am Richie Redding. <laughs> Today's guest, she's an actress, she's a comedian. She was the host of HQ Trivia, the host of Cat Week on Ellen, and she is mother to the wonderful cat, Sophia. It's the one and only Sarah Priebus. Woo, yeah, she's here. <laughs> 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 snap, snap. Sarah, we're glad that you're here. What's up? So, okay. I wanted to uh, talk about a thing that was in your bio that I was very much intrigued by. Were you the creator? I know you're the host of Celebrity Pets Unleashed. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm not sure how much I should divulge. All of it. (laughs) Being that I am still trying to pitch and sell this show, but let me kind of sort of figure out what I should say. Mm-hmm. Our whole our whole audience signed an NDA. Don't worry about that. Okay, fab. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. essentially, I had this idea like two years ago where I was like, okay, I want to create a talk show because that's kind of what I do. Obviously, I do the acting thing as well, but I have been living in this sort of hosting space. And so it felt like I had this idea where people love pets, people love celebrities, celebrities love their pets. We need to bring all of those things together, right? You have like the pooch perfect is coming. We have the hot dog. We have like, there are some animal shows, of course, but there isn't one that is in the vein of a late night talk show where you get to meet the pets of celebrities and the celebrities voice over the answers like they're the pets. Yeah. So that is a great concept. And if you take away the voiceover thing, that's our fucking show. <laughs> I, think, I think I told Sarah that at first. I was like, yeah, this is like, this is a lot like a show that we pitched. No, that that is hilarious. Um, and I, I I saw a, a little different. Our show involves veterinary medicine. God, so it's a little different. Damn it, that's yeah. our show. I didn't know that's where you're going with this, but <laughs> isn't it funny too, Lisa? I had you. We did an Instagram live together, and I was like, we're gonna play fuck, Mary kill, and you're like, we <laughs> do that on our podcast. Actually, Lisa, I was going to be talking to you very shortly because my project has picked up a little bit of steam, and I was thinking of bringing you back on. You're I'm like here. the expert, obviously. <laughs> you have your podcast. You are a vet. Thank you. you would be yeah. the perfect person to come on. So yeah. this is your formal invitation. You can't say no. Uh, thank you. I accept. I had some re- some some other people that weren't comedians. I had like uh, a casting director. I had an actor friend of mine. I was trying to get varied. Pets, diversity matters, so I was trying to get diverse (laughs) representation. So we had, like, a guinea pig on. We had a lizard, things like that. Platypie? Was there any platypie? No platypie. That's on the pitch deck under Dream Guest. 
platypi. So have you had the sheer joyous pleasure of actually taking around and shopping the show yet? Um, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of like- started with the original sizzle that I saw that I shot that didn't go so far. Like I gave it to my hosting agent. He was basically like, you're nobody. So like, I cannot sell this. <laughs> um, and that was the end of that. Uh, no. And like, I went to some pet brands cause I was hoping maybe it would live on you in the YouTube space. And then I kind of, honestly, I got a little busy and which is a good thing. And I kind of had to shelve it. And then the pandemic happened. I had a little more time now, like the whole virtual talk show thing is the norm. I mean, I host one every day. So like people are more accustomed to this setting. And frankly, it works so much better with this concept because I can't tell you how much stage fright. I see her down there right now. She's she's back. <laughs> Sophia had on set being my co-host. She <laughs> ran under the deepest, darkest place that she could find and did not appear all day long. And, you know, the dynamic of getting animals on set, celebrities traveling with their animals, like them doing what you want them to do. It's just not going to happen. It's For not sure. going to happen. And yeah. so the fact that now people, again, are used to this format you know, the pets are more, first of all, celebrities are home. People are home right now, obviously. Their pets are home with them and the pets are more comfortable in their own space. So the whole thing just makes so much more sense in this format. So now I can take this beautiful sizzle that I shot, use it to get Real celebrity talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the the whole idea of like having cats on stage in particular is so absurd that like a cat that's not at home. I wonder, I know there's like hundreds of dogs that work in Hollywood. How many cats do you think there are? How many working, trained cats? There's Jinx from... Uh, <laughs> right. From, meet the fuckers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet, yeah. Right. meet the parents, meet the fuckers. Meet the, yeah. meet the parents. <laughs> I think that's it. I think they got Jinxie and who else? I can't remember. Milo and Otis? I I wonder if there's more working horses than there are working cats. Yeah, probably. Back in the day of this, fun little fact, back in the days of like spaghetti westerns that, you know what I mean? The the American, well, the, the, The the, the westerns that were actually made in Italy, there was only, there was two trained horses that fell over. They were trained to fall over and... So basically for like a 20-year period, whenever you saw a, a horse die in a scene, it was always I'd one to, of those two horses. I have to verify horses. these sources. It was my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm probably I, not accurate, right, Lisa? I think, like I said. Uh, like, I think she like told me after taking a gravity bong hit, if that helps. <laughs> right. And then she drank the bucket okay. water. Does well, that help? At least you listen. At least yeah, you listen. Yeah, exactly. Girls. So, okay. Let's let's move on to working at HQ as a dog friendly place. That that place is swimming in dogs, right? I met well Alfredo, right? Alfredo was Nick's dog, so Alfredo was like the cute little house dog for a while, and then Matt. I don't even. I don't think I ever was at HQ the same time Matt was. So I I've never met Matt's dogs. Okay. I've never met Anna's dog because we're just, I was like, we're all like subbing for each other. So I was never there at the same time as anybody else. So I think I met Alfredo. There was one day that they did like a puppy day where they like brought in puppies to play with. I happened to be there that day. (laughs) Like Uber puppies? Yeah. So I got to play with puppies. (laughs) Nice. That's fun. That was the ultimate in startup culture. And I I think it was like, I I think it was a trick that they pulled on the world that like 
that because there was a thing called Uber Puppies that went super viral, but I don't think it had actually existed. But it was just like on a, on a Friday they would bring a dozen puppies and people went bonkers and then they took them away. We've but done that. My, my rescue it, have done has done that really? to a few, for a few companies. Where like it doesn't did have HQ all time. Them? The logistics and the health of the puppies and everything is always such a nightmare. About <laughs> I don't know where they got them. It was like a company that literally does this. They like bring puppies to you to to play with and then there's someone that's like supervises. Yeah, that, that is a logistical nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and the hell, like, you, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. I picture it to... like like in Dumb and Dumber, the dog, or the uh, the van that was itself a, a dog, the grooming <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, you just open it up, these dogs are all just a wreck covered yeah. in ketchup and mustard. Okay, do you remember that time you were in the perch? Do I remember it? Uh, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> Okay, so I got to do two spots for them, um, season one and season two. So uh-huh. season one, I played a character called, oh, what the heck is her last name? Rachel something, Rachel something. And I was a QVC host. And so, but we were selling purge-related prod- products. So it was like candles to burn down the time until the purge. And like hazmat type suits and, oh, a locket so that you could keep the hair from your first kill. Um, stuff like that. <laughs> it was pretty messed up, but very funny. And then yeah. I came back. I guess Rachel got like a promotion or something because season two, I was a, I, I was a newscaster who was eerily... Um, obsessed with the purge, um, just giddy to be reporting on the the day after the purge, essentially. Nice. Was she still named Rachel? Yes. Uh, do you, Do you think that it was in in supposed to be the same character, or were they just like uh, people aren't even watching this thing for for details? Do they just phone it in? <laughs> I have no idea. They reached out, so I got like a random email from my agent. That was like, oh, um, the purge people are trying to reach you. It was super weird. It's like, uh, okay, like, great. Like, put them in touch with me. (laughs) What? Was it (laughs) purgent? (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) So I was pissed. Rachel, ooh, Rachel, nope, not coming. So don't worry. They so they made me. I had a re audition, which I. That's where. That's why your question actually kind of makes sense because I was like. Rachel Stamp. Oh, got it. Okay, Rachel Stamp. So, because I was like, wait, wait, you're casting Rachel Stamp, like the same exact character, but you you want me to re-audition? I'm so confused. But so I had a re-audition, but I did, I booked it again, I guess. (laughs) Nice. So, going through your Instagram, I gave you a a mild stalking. It was a mild stalk. Um, I made sure to show him, though, your... My favorite picture of you is the the pussy underwear. (laughs) The pussy underwear. I bought my mother the same underwear, though, and gave it to her for Christmas, which, in hindsight, was a very (laughs) poor decision because now every time I go to my mother's and she happens to be wearing that underwear, which 
coincidentally is a lot. She feels the need to show it to me. <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you shared with the world, so she's taking a page out of your book, I think. This has to be explained. It's a, it's a very funny, but wait, are you in a cat suit? I don't even remember wearing. No, I'm just wearing a hoodie. It's like a hoodie tunic, like kind of like above yeah. the knee. And then I'm just sitting on a like stoop in, actually it was McCarran Park and my legs are a little spread. So intentionally, and you can see yeah. this cat face. Uh, peering out from my crotch, and it's cat underwear. <laughs> uh, how'd that do I don't in the know likes? why that tickles me. It, uh, it tickles me insanely. It did very well. Um, it. Yeah. I would imagine it would do pretty well. I think that began my foray into more risque content. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> if you are like provocative, like you get more likes and. <laughs> You know, that's when I started experimenting, I think, with like more of that type of content. So, yeah, there's there. I have a like sexy, weird brand of humor, I would say. What grade were you in when you figured out that uh, sex sells? That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only I, I was today puss. years old. No, it was like I think it was like two years ago. Well, the good news is you figured it out. I know. Uh, but I was going to say <laughs> there is. Uh, is it a, I'm not sure if it's a video or if it's a, a picture of Sophia on a heating pad. Brilliant. And is this an everyday occurrence? Why do we not have heating pads out for cats and dogs <laughs> just all the time? People do. They do? Yeah. Really? You just you didn't ask me about it. Well, you don't do it. We, I mean. Don't put would, this back on me. We could try it and see if Chloe will like it. Of course she will. It. Let's try it. Uh, yeah, yeah well, but cats really love it, especially. I don't even, I mean, I kind of remember it. Um, I mean, I, I think I remember the picture now. I, you must have done a nice deep dive to find that. Was it a story? <laughs> it might have been a story. You might have clicked on Sophia's stories. I feel like maybe like that's highlight. where that lives. Well, I Googled Sarah Priebus puss pics. And <laughs> you can imagine my disappointment when the second one was not a spread eagle crotch, Scott. God damn uh, it. Google, who do I, who's doing the SEO optimization? <laughs> Seriously, I got to sell, baby. That's not the kind of, that's not the kind of material. Got industry looking for me. You know, she, it is not, sadly. But now I'm thinking well, I totally should treat her to that. That should be just easy access all yeah. the time yeah. for her. Like an yeah. iguana rock. Yeah, it's, it's great for animals with, like, arthritis. People will try it with, especially. But cats love it. Or we'll just lousy-ass Chloe that's always looking to be warmer. Yeah, like not me. unlike her mom. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I did birth her, so... Yeah. Okay, there's another picture of uh, of you and Sophia. She's in a crate, and you're apparently headed to the beach. Okay, okay, sure, yes. Discuss. <laughs> well, sadly, like, she did not go on the physical beach itself, although she, we do have a harness for her. Um, we've never used oh. it. Um, it's not something that's ever been used. We tried once to, like... I guess, get her used to it by putting her in the harness and letting her walk around the apartment. She just like tripped all over herself and it did not go well. Um, so she, the only time she's really ventured outside now is I, when I go back to my parents' houses, um, she'll, she'll be allowed like out on the decks maybe cause it's like safe. And if she leaves the deck, then we're in trouble. But aside from that, she doesn't go out. That was just, she was on, we, we rented an Airbnb we were bringing her. She comes with me when I travel. Um, not on the plane. Um, I haven't done that yet, actually. But on the drives, on the road trip, she's very good. Yeah, she doesn't mind a, a little car ride. Okay, so 
I'm still, I still don't have a totally clear picture. So you just <laughs> go to the beach, you set up your, your little blanket, your little umbrella, and you've got a cat in a crate. And she roasts in the car. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. We roll no, we the windows a- up and get her cooking. We got an Airbnb, so we brought her to the 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 house rental, dropped her off at the house rental, and then we went to the beach. Okay, got it. Well, I'm glad that uh, at least Sophia held up in not getting walked on a leash because one of my rules <laughs> it in is life- is a theme of this podcast. One of my rules in life is that if you walk your cat on a leash, we probably don't click. It's never happened. Although I would. I mean, I would. So I've just never seen somebody walking a cat on a leash and I'm like, I got to hang out with her later. <laughs> <laughs> I Not without trying though. Like we truly, it yeah. has been a long-term goal of ours and somehow we haven't gotten around to it. Just like we've, we've had this ornament sitting in a box for a very long time that you're supposed to put your pets like paw print in and that has just mm. not gotten done either. But it needs to now we that Sophia's that a, a senior. <laughs> we also have that. Years. We did one yeah. though. We did. Yes, we did. did. We? we have one. Uh-huh. We have one made, but I have not, I get them in like PR boxes pretty kind of every year. And <laughs> so, yeah, so we have more of them, which like I'll do more of them, but also it kind of reminds me of like, we do that for like a lot of animals after they get euthanized. So like parents mm-hmm. have like paw. So it's a, it is a nice keepsake, like do it and do it like at a time where like it's happy when like she's not dead. So yeah, well, no, I mean, it could be nice. <laughs> advice. Very it good could advice. be nice. <laughs> After what? they're deceased, to put the the paw print and sprinkle yeah. some ashes on the tree, you know, get, <laughs> yeah, ash, get ashes festive. Sure. Yeah, very uh, ashes are very festive. <laughs> but I just like the the idea of your vision board has a, a cat on a leash with no context. Uh, so yeah, so Sarah, did you? So we want to know how you got to be the way that you are. How you love cats? Did you grow up with cats? Um, and how did you get Sophia? I okay, so I definitely grew up with cats. Um, I, when I was like one or two years old, um, my mom always tells the story that she happened to be outside and this car was driving by our house and this person was throwing cats out the window of the car. I was going to jokingly say you were hanging outside and somebody was just throwing cats out the window. (laughs) And look at that. Like, that's that. It's so sad. That is, so that is how I got my first cat is that there was some asshole like driving down the street, throwing cats out of the car window. What hellhole in Tijuana did you grow up in? Like people were just throwing <laughs> cats out of windows. I actually grew up in like a really nice neighborhood. Okay. I need more details. Of Where did you grow up? What state? Outside Philadelphia, but not Philly. What like up? nice suburban Philadelphia. You mainline girl? I'm not mainline. I'm Ambler, Bluebell, Montgomery County. Ambler. I know Ambler. Yes, it is. Uh, at one point, it was the asbestos mining capital of America. <laughs> oh, impressive. Did you know that? Yeah. So, was he? It was definitely he, by the way. Um, I don't even need to dig into the details as to gender. It was a guy. Was it somebody in the passenger seat or they were driving and tossing cats? You know, I don't have all of those facts. Uh, I will report back. I do know it was the, there was someone in the car. They were throwing cats out the window. They were kittens. They were kittens. They were trying to get rid of kittens. Um, and my mom tried to scoop up as many as she could, and she could only grab one. Um, and so we ended up just keeping it. And that was my first cat. And her name was Summer with an O. 
which is really fun because if you ever like create your porn name, it's like your first pet's name and the street you grew up on. So like my porn name is Summer Night and it's spelled with an O and the night is spelled with a K and it's just so spot on. Nice. Yeah. What's yours again? Lacey Van Hyes. Mine is Jake Cavison. <laughs> I feel like Jake Cavison can lay some pipe. Yeah. Lacey Van Hyes could yeah. get it. Okay. So how many of these uh, these cats on Summer Lane or no on, Summer night. on night Night Road uh, did did your mom actually scoop up? So she only got the one, and that was Summer. And so I literally grew up with this cat because, like I said, I was like one or two years old at the time, and so that cat was my best friend. Um, I. I'll never forget. Oof, God, I'm going to cry. I remember when that cat mm-hmm. passed away because I like went to go see Rent in New York City. This is when I was figuring out that I wanted to be a musical theater actress, which I not don't really do. Maybe someday I'll go back to Broadway. Um, <laughs> as if I was like a famous Broadway actress ever, but okay. <laughs> someday I'll go back to Broadway. Um, but yeah, I was going to see... This is... I had... I was really, um, I went to go see Rent. My cat wasn't doing so well. Like we knew um, she she was nearing the end and she was old. Like it was, she wasn't able to like jump up on the couch anymore. It was like really hard to watch. Um, and when I came back from New York that day, like my dad was waiting up for me and um, he was, I was looking around for summer and he was like, like she, she died today. Like, and I, I carried so much guilt with me for a long time that, like, I wasn't there. Oof, clearly still. I'm, like, literally getting emotional right now. But that, like, I wasn't there when she died because that was, like, that was, like, my best friend. I was definitely an awkward teenager, so, like, that cat was meant a lot to me. One thing, I'll I'll take it away from this for a second and just say with older cats, when you mentioned, like, she wasn't jumping up like uh, going up the stairs or like jumping up on things anymore is one of the most underdiagnosed things that we see actually in the clinic is like arthritis in cats and things like that because they're so good at hiding it. Like, and there was no way for you to know. There's no way for you to know it would have been like that time. If you would have known, you would have been there, but like you couldn't, You that wasn't planned. That's sometimes the gift of euthanasia. We were talking about that before on your podcast is that, you know, it can be, it can be planned, but they also force you to make a decision. It was nice at least she made the decision for you. And it sounds like she passed pretty peacefully. So she did at home. And I just was sad. I like, they buried her without me. Oh, I know (laughs) that's (sighs) different. (laughs) And, um, but then we, we did, um, after that, we got another cat. How immediately, like how long did they wait before we waited? We, and we actually only got the cat because, so essentially I used to babysit a lot when I was a teenager and I babysat for this family and, um, they had a new baby and their new baby was really allergic to cats. And so they had Mm -hmm. to get rid of their cat. It was an older cat. Um, probably like nine at the time, I would say. So my family was like, we can help out and we'll take, we'll take the cat. I would say it wasn't directly after it was probably a couple, maybe like a year or two Mac. But well, but I'm just, I'm stuck on your parents (laughs) burying without you being there. How long did, he wants to go back to your grief. (laughs) Yeah. How long would they have had to wait for you to be there? A couple hours. Dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe they didn't, they thought they were doing the best thing. Like they thought they were sparing you from her dead body. Maybe. Yeah.
And then we got Caesar. So Caesar Augustus. Um, Caesar was a, a Persian cat. Mm. Um, Summer was like a calico. I mean, obviously we didn't really know, um, but looked kind of. It, it, Summer was probably like some sort of calico. Um, and then Caesar was <laughs> Persian. And I remember my mom just like getting so frustrated with Caesar because Caesar was, first of all, the, like the opposite of Summer. Summer was like so friendly, loved people. Such a loving cat. And Caesar was very standoffish and like kind of like had his nose in the air. And then also was just so (laughs) furry. My mom hated taking care of Caesar. Well, that's fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they buried Caesar alive. And you also weren't there. <laughs> I actually forget what happened to Caesar. Like, that's how memorable that cat, I guess, was for me. I'm like, did Caesar? Yeah. I mean, Caesar definitely died. But, like, do I know when? I have zero recollection of when that was. <laughs> that's terrible. I remember him getting in the car with my mom. And she went on a drive of a neighboring town. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did your mom Not throw you. Caesar out a window? What happened? <laughs> there's, there's a weird pattern here. So my mom... It does have a history of letting pets go in the wilderness. So oh. she did let a turtle go. That was so my brother went off to college and like couldn't take Yurtle, Yurtle the turtle, to college Yertle. with him. And sure. so she decided it would be best to set Yurtle free um, in this like creek. But under supervision, it was with um, like a nature center, I don't know, whatever. So she set Yertle free. Okay. That's, okay. That is the least terrible setting a pet free that I've heard. Yeah. If, they, if it was like under, like a na- if it was like people were. Yeah. There it was to, like a, a nature yeah. center. It was, it was overseen. But there's like, there's been plenty of comics. There's like, yeah, my, my, my dad just like got Open rid of my dog. We don't know what the hell I did with it. So. That's he went to the up. farm. Yeah. yeah. The I mean, farm. A, a turtle in yeah. a creek. Yeah. Oh, well, and if it was like a nature conservancy too, or something that like oh no, what that's what her, just what her mom said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is so true. Like, yeah. I don't know if these facts are just like your <laughs> your girlfriend, your ex girlfriend. I don't right. know if these facts are, are real or fake. Yeah, she put right. she just put your all outside. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's fun to go back and relitigate these things in yeah. your thirties. That brings me to some uh, Sophia, I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. How did you get? So I, uh, I hate, I feel bad about this story. Because <laughs> what pet shop did you go to? I bought Sophia. Shame on me. I bought her. <laughs> was it a pet store or a breeder? A breeder. Okay. I bought Sophia. I was living with my ex at the time. It was a really bad relationship. Um, he was very controlling. We won't even get into it, but, um, I had to stay home all the time. I was like, not allowed to go out. And so I was like, I need a friend. And so I decided to get a cat and he was allergic. So he was really anti. And so I did a lot of research by the way. And I was like, okay, like these are, (laughs) I guess the breeds that are not allergic or like are fine for allergies, hypoallergenic, whatever. I still don't even know if that shit's real or not. Um, but not. I, <laughs> I, the it's only, not. The, the breed that I like most based on the information that I found were Siberians. So I found a Siberian breeder somewhere in the South. They literally flew Sophia on a plane to me. Uh, and I picked her up from the airport and I brought her home and, happily ever after. Okay. So uh, this is a very common theme. I think this comes up almost every podcast, which is uh, people realize they always, 
yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think things just were different back then also, but usually a breeder that will fly a kitten to you rather than like, and especially from like the Midwest or the South or, or bad culprits are pretty much like kitten mills. So, <laughs> so that's where she was from. But I mean, there are good breeders. I don't, I don't shame people for going to like good breeders. I mean, it's possible. It's possible this could have been a good breeder. I haven't heard you but. shame somebody for going to a bad breeder. Breeder. <laughs> bad breeder. <laughs> well, because I don't know. I don't know what kind of breeder this was. But there, I think I do think there are good breeders. Um, it's better than getting from a pet store, that's for sure. Because the pet store puppies 100% come from puppy mills um, or, or kitten mills. You don't hear about so. kitten mills nearly as often. You don't. They're just called puppy mills. But, but they happen. They definitely happen. I will say that in the future... I would definitely opt to adopt um, or, yeah. or rescue. But like, you know, it is what it is. I was yeah. younger. I didn't yeah. have all my information. Right. I, I mean, I, so many people didn't. Yeah. I mean, so, so many people don't, I think, still. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's also really hard to get a pet. I know a lot of people who try to get from rescue get turned away so often that they like are like, well, I give up. Like, where am I, else am I supposed to go? So it can be really hard to get a pet. But um, yeah, we go through this literally almost every episode. So no shame. <laughs> we don't shame you. <laughs> we don't shame. And Sophia is the cutest. So you got her. And how, how long ago was that? Yeah, she's 10 now. So wow. about yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Right. Yeah, wow. that's right. Well, to, I just did an Owen whistle. Wow. Ah. Uh, so I have composed for you a, a Cosmo-style personality test so that we can better get to know Sophia. Great. Um, if you would like. <laughs> On a scale from 1 to 10, please rank her in the following categories. How is her grammability? How is she doing on that gram? Does she do better than you in your underpants? Mm. <laughs> People love Sophia. People love Sophia. Um, I did. I incorporated her into a couple sexy photos that did very well. Did you stumble across? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a whole calendar series. This was like a year ago, a full year ago. So I, I did every month I chose a holiday and I did some weird recreation of, actually, I think I archived most of these photos because now I feel a little bit <laughs> ashamed about them. Um, so you probably didn't see them. But I, it started because I'm, I would, I'm one of your only fans also. I got it. I, I started yeah. because I had this bikini that I was supposed to like take a photo in for this company and I kind of had forgotten and they had sent it to me in the summer, obviously, and it had gotten to Thanksgiving. And sorry, this, I know this is supposed to be a short quiz, but this is, this is important. So this is how we get to know her. Okay. And (laughs) And so I laid, I decided that I was going to do a whole thing where I was a sexy turkey. So I just laid out in the bikini on my couch. (laughs) I created a, I always forget what this is called. What is this thing called? The waddle? It's not. There's another name and I don't remember it. I always forget. Anyway, the little dangly thing. And, um, a beak out of construction paper. <laughs> and so uh-huh. I laid provocatively on the couch and Sophia happened to crawl like behind me and like gave me some side eye as I <laughs> took the photo. And voila, like she ended up, I mean, that photo was just absolute perfection by accident. The next month was December. So I was like, I got it. I didn't know I was making a calendar at the time, but I was like, this photo did well. How do I recreate it? So I did like a sexy Santa Claus um, where my beard was covering my boobs and I held Sophia, um, who did not like it obviously, and just tried to claw at the beard and get away. And the whole thing again, just turned out very funny. And that was rebel without a, 
without a clause, something like that. (laughs) Anyway, so she's made it into a bunch of posts that have done very well on her own. People do gravitate towards the kitty content. I do think if I'm going to be a little critical, she does Mm -hmm. have a grumpiness that she doesn't, it comes in photos in terms of the photo jet. Like she's a beautiful cat. Um, She's over there, so I can't talk shit, but (laughs) you're beautiful. Um, She's a beautiful cat, (laughs) but she has this like grumpiness that, it I mean, translates some Look photos. how well Grumpy Cat did, though. I mean, and Grumpy Cat was a girl. Little, little known fact. People don't know yeah. Know well, that. I don't know. So if you could just be a little happier, I think we they might do a, a little better. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a great six-minute answer. We just needed a one to ten there. But, uh, <laughs> where are we ranking her? Oh, shit. Um, God, wow. I really did get excited. Okay, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her an, and uh, a nine. I'm gonna give her a nine. Yeah, okay. yeah. Keeping her She's honest. Beautiful. Keeping her honest. Mm-hmm. She is a trooper. She is a trooper. She is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Nine. Uh, emotional intelligence. I would give her. I would give her. A seven. Okay. She's not super manipulative. Like, she's like a very typical cat. The, like, can't decide if she wants in or out. She'll shut the door specifically, so I have to get up to let her out. <laughs> she she knocks things off tables uh, deliberately. Um, you know, she... Okay, so she used to, like, drink sink water um, from the sink. She would hop up on the sink and drink it out of the faucet. And mm. we bought a new sink, and it's too high for her. And she's now learned how to jump on the toilet to jump in the sink. Um, mm. So, yeah, I would say... I, don't, I think that... I would. I think she's a seven. Okay. okay. Cock blocking skills. Yeah, no, she... <laughs> We don't care. So, <laughs> like, she, and she won't leave. So, like, she'll be in the, the bed grooming herself, and then we, it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't, no, okay. no, no one cares. We're, we're a happy Same. threesome. Same. I mean, well, I don't know. A cat tongue on the keister will, uh. She doesn't get involved, so she's, like, an audience. Like, she just likes to watch. Like, and honestly, okay. she's not even, cre- like, that sounds creepy. Like, I wouldn't even say she watches. She's, like. She just likes the bed, so she'll just stay laying there and ignore us. That's more like it. Gotcha. Yeah. Final question. Likelihood that she's a serial killer? Um, honestly, very slight. She can't even, she doesn't even kill. Like, anytime I've had a pest problem in the city, like, she has not been helpful. And so <laughs> I would say, based on that, the likelihood is pretty low, like a, a two or a three. Gotcha. Uh, it is also, it's funny that you mentioned a calendar because I had made a note of something that I wanted to discuss. This week, something went viral in the dog world. Uh, it's a point of order that I would like to discuss. Okay. Uh, the TSA just released its annual canine calendar, which is apparently <laughs> an annual thing. Are they in bikinis? Disappointedly, no. No, okay. They're working dogs. I guess they got to be professional. But yes, the, the, the entrance into the annual canine calendar are working dogs of the TSA and this is an actual uh, an actual entry meet Ron male breed Labrador retriever handler Don location Oakland International favorite treat Ron enjoys anything freeze dried favorite places Ron's favorite place is on the top step of the swimming pool but when it's really hot the pool is the only place for him uh, favorite toy squeaker ball blah 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 
I have never been so disappointed in a calendar in my entire life. <laughs> these are working dogs of right. the TSA. Yeah. Not one of these ca- these entries mentions ISIS or Al Qaeda. <laughs> like, and right. and it's not like favorite hobby finding bombs right. or like drugs. And by the way, you narc dogs can really fuck off. But bombs, <laughs> and there's no finding bombs. Right. Is their favorite thing? Yeah, I would. Am I yeah. right to be upset here? Yeah, Peter? for sure. They could have made him a lot more. Or biting like, bad lifting, guys? Lifting weights. <laughs> who was in charge of, like, who was the creative director for this calendar? Just right. a shit calendar. Yeah. You, you hear me, TSA. I'm mm. talking to you. Because one thing that we learned, one of, I think my one of my favorite episodes of this podcast that our listeners did not like was Mike Richter, who is the, uh, the he's, he's a guy that, uh, that trains Navy SEAL dogs. And I, I was just completely fascinated by it, but it was like him actually talking about like training dogs to attack people, which I don't <laughs> think our listeners really liked. But uh, the thing that he said is that the ultimate reward a canine can have is when they get to bite somebody. It's like a three-day high. <laughs> like literally, Whoa. like they get endorphins for like three days and they're just so fucking pumped that they got to bite somebody. So next year... I'm talking to you, TSA. Favorite treats, I want to see terrorist testicles. <laughs> okay, rant over. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry you had to see that, Sarah. I just, I don't, I, the biting thing, uh, I was bit by a dog when I was young and it freaks me out. I still have a slight fear left over. But t- TSA dogs are not, those, I mean, the police units are. They're bomb Shuts and dogs yeah. who are specifically trained for this stuff. But yeah, TSA dogs are, are sniffing dogs and they are, they are, that's why they typically use labs. So they don't look menacing. They look also unsuspecting um, and they look like, you know, just like your everyday. And, and I've treated a bunch of them and they are derps for sure. They are trained at almost some of them are trained in almost nothing else other than their sniffing capabilities because they dumb. That's great. Yeah. Like they can't sit, they can't stay, but they, they will just, just jump up on the they, shit they, out of Yeah, something. like you would think that they were better. Like, yeah, they're not. They're just, they're good at what they do, but not all. I mean, not all of them, but yeah. So pretty well, funny. We don't have a ton of time, but would you like to, uh, do you have any questions for the, the doctor? I guess based on the water behavior that I described earlier, like Sophia is, okay, so she's obsessed with drinking water from the faucet. She like really won't drink it from her bowl. Is it just the drips that she drinks? Like, or do you have to like kind of leave it running really slowly? Or does she turn it on herself? No, I I leave it running. Like I leave it running and then she'll drink it. But like she'll take her dry food and push it into her water bowl until it's like, (laughs) got lots of dry food in it, and then she doesn't drink out of her water bowl. But she loves Christmas tree water, and she loves um, – no, we don't have our tree anymore, but she was obsessed with it. Um, and she also loves water from the faucet. Any any ideas? Christmas tree water. <laughs> Cats in general, they, they just like moving water. So there is um, – there are water fountains. Have you seen, like, the actual – like the water fountain bowls. Yeah, I guess I should her. just get her, like be a good mom and yeah. get her a present. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheap. 
<laughs> well, maybe it'll help your water bill. Yeah, I was wondering about that. <laughs> $400. <laughs> She's picky. She's picky. Uh, well, and since you can't have a Christmas tree year round, have you tried maybe an air freshener in the bowl? Just a thought. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't recommend that either. Oh my God. Um, I, it took me a second, yeah. but yeah, no, we're not going to yeah. do that. <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. Okay. <laughs> this this water tastes like an Sophia's Uber. But we have talked about Sophia's been a little itchy, so yeah. it's just good to point out that cats do get allergies. Um, and she was having this very nonspecific, very mild, like head tremor type th- episodes. And so it's something that we've really, and you've gone to the vet for her, and it's something that we've both just said, like monitor as long as they stay mild. She's eating, she's doing all her normal things. She It doesn't become more progressive or more severe in nature or last long or things like that. Keeping a log of when she does it is uh, really helpful. So I, I always suggest that usually for people who have any kind of like, if their pets have like any kind of strange neurologic behavior, which I see quite, quite frequently. I've got one client. Frequently? Fre- frequently. Yeah, freak, yeah, it is also frequently. Um, this is our favorite thing to do is uh, just point out slight yeah. mispronunciations. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got a client who has a dog who every like... 13 weeks pretty consistently is some odd neurologic, like very mild focal seizure. And there's really not much to do if they, you know, usually we say if it, if it starts to happen, like every six to eight weeks, if it's severe, if it lasts, anything that lasts over five minutes can be emergency if it's severe. Um, so it's just something to monitor. Sarah, you have been a fantastic guest and there's only one thing left to do. Yep. And that is to determine by way of a quiz, if you, Sarah Priebus, deserve cats. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. A video went viral this week of a woman hissing at her cat while cutting his nails. The reason it went viral is because when because when she hissed, the cat made what face in response? Oh shit. Oh, it's on now. You right, you right. Or I wish the fuck you would. Which one of those faces did it make? <laughs> this is kind of subjective. I have no <laughs> idea. Can I just go A, um, C? That is correct. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I highly suggest looking it up. Uh, it was brought to my attention by the widely acclaimed Hindustan Times, the paper of record for all your Hindustani news, of a Miss Charlene Consuegra getting bitten and scratched while clipping his nails. He hisses at her, then she hisses back, and he obviously... Obviously goes, you right. <laughs> you right. I was being a dick there. Uh, question number two, you're one for one so far. Everybody knows that a fat cat is considered a chunk. The term appeared online in 2018 as a way to describe extra fluffy felines. When I was researching to find out who first coined the term, I discovered it was actually around since 2016. What TV show appears to have first put the word chonk into the vernacular? SNL, America's Next Top Model, RuPaul's Drag Race, or Broad City? Well, it was definitely SNL. That is (laughs) correct. You knew this for a fact? I 100% knew that. I would have said America's Next Top Model. (laughs) (laughs) Or Meowdle. (laughs) Meowdle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, SNL is a, it did a pre-taped commercial spoof for a brand called Chonk for extremely confident women. It was funny for 23 seconds, but the sketch was a minute and 35 seconds long. 
but they've got time to fill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Question three. Uh, take us home here. Okay. You've you're you are already destined to win. But let's see if he can get a clean sweep. A cat named Charlie made headlines this week because it returned home after six years just in time to comfort the nurse who never stopped looking for him while she is battling COVID. How was Charlie identified? By microchip? He had a tattoo that said, stop snitching. He has balls like a dog. Or he has a broken tail. Um... Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go. I know what you like. I know what you want to say and I support you saying it. Balls like a dog. <laughs> I just wanted to see if I could, if I could bait you into saying that. No, no, but it would be wonderful. I mean, if there was a, a lost kitten sign around a neighborhood that said has this cat has balls like a dog, I would never stop looking. <laughs> I would never stop. No, he actually had a broken, broken tail. tail. Damn was it. the correct <laughs> answer. Yes. Nurse Ashley Oriens rescued Charlie on campus when she was in college. And when he went missing, she posted flyers in internet forums everywhere. Thousands of orange tabbies were sent her way, but none of them had a broken tail Aww. until someone spotted him on Facebook just in time to return him to mom while she's fighting off the road. Just in time for him to get COVID is all I hear. It's all I hear. Oh, it's a happy story, Lisa. I know I ruin everything. Yeah. Sorry. He doesn't have balls like a dog the way you love your cats. (laughs) But it turns out that Sarah Priebus, you deserve deserve cats. cats. Yay! (laughs) Sarah, you were awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can the people find you? Uh, I am across the board at Sarah Priebus. So S-A-R-A-H. P-R-I-B-I-S, and I'm sure you can check out the description of the episode if you didn't write that down. <laughs> or just Google Sarah Puss Thank you so much <laughs> wow. for joining us. No, you were, you were really fantastic. Thank you so much. It was fun. Thanks for having thanks, me. Bye. Okay, thanks. Bye.
the Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.